Hello! Don't forget that if you would like to be a guest on the podcast, want to have your music featured on an episode, or just want to keep updated about all our latest happenings, you can follow us on Twitter at MBB Podcast, Instagram and Facebook. You can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, and you can also listen to the show on SoundCloud or Spotify. And please, drink responsibly. Thank you. Fucking men behaving badly. Fuck's sake. Episode 61 of Men Behaving Badly, Belgium Waffling. As always, I'm joined by Tom. Hello, everyone. And by Ashley. Hello. Uh, we're back after a five-month hey. wait. <coughs> yeah. Um, after yeah, we promised we wouldn't <laughs> wait that long again. It's too early. We're nearly, you know, on our six-month schedule. Yeah. Just come a month early. Yeah. yeah. If anything. You're yeah. welcome. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, so you might hear like a low humming in the background. Um, Ashley is currently sat on an exercise bike. Yeah, just um, get my pom pom. Yeah, <laughs> just get my pom pom. So he might sound a bit more distant than me and Tom, but uh, you can definitely hear. The you pump. need to lean forward into like a hill, a hill climb, <laughs> yeah. no, on a hill climb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or when he's trying to slip stream, I guess. I mean, I'm, I don't know. By Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be downwind of Mark at the moment. No, you don't. Jesus. Anyway, moving swiftly on. So, as the uh, title suggests, uh, we are going to dive into um, some Belgian beers. We are. Um, which, usually I go through the list of the beers at the start of the episode, but they're not in front of me right now. So, we're just going to go through them one by one as they come out. Yeah, we decided to keep them in the fridge. fridge. Yeah. So. Yeah, so. Um, so, we're going to start with a classic Belgian beer. Probably a lot of people's gateway Belgian beer, would you yeah. think? I would, I, would, I would agree with that. Yeah, which is the Leffe. Is that how you pronounce it? Lef, lef, lef? 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 I've always said Leff. I, uh, I think I would have said Leff, but I, I liked the very soft air. Leff. Leff. I did. I now, no, that Mark oh, I, I, I now quite like what Mark did, but yeah. I, I would have said Leff before. Lef, so, lef, yes, lef. It's, the, it's the Leff Blonde. Um, it is. Yes. As I say, it's That's probably right. a lot of people's gateway Belgium. I know That's, you said it was uh, yours, Tom. You yeah, it's stronger than I thought it was. 6.6%. That is quite strong. Yeah. I mean, but it's Belgian beer, though, so yeah, I should expect it. Actually, yes, no, it, it, definitely, it yeah. definitely is the first... It was definitely the first Belgian beer I had, for sure. Mm. Um, you know, well, it's, it's more readily available, isn't it? But I, um, my brother-in-law was a massive fan of it. Um, so it was kind of when it was when I was over visiting him and my sister, it would be he'd always have like the big bottles of left in, yeah, and we'd get cracking into those and stuff. And or again, when we were out in the pub, he'd, he'd go for that or whatever. So he was he, he really enjoyed it. Um, so that's kind of that's how I got uh, introduced to it. But then it didn't really you say it's Gary Beer, but it didn't really spur me on. At, at, I guess at that at age, time, it was yeah. just like oh, it's just like a Belgian beer. Mm-hmm. Um, Great, and it didn't spur me on to kind of go and explore the Belgian world, yeah. um, beer world. So, gateway, but not so much as like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I don't know if it's. I, I can't 
specifically pinpoint which one, which beer it would have been that the Bel- the Belgian beer kind of gateway would have opened for me. But it could well have been left. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if it was that. Mm. I don't think I really explored it until we started our beer journey with this podcast. I did, uh, yeah, until we started that, I don't think I really dived into Belgian beers. Um, probably, probably started like with lambics and then sort of moved on to the more. Belgian. Yeah, you're more kind of, I uh, guess, you traditional, yeah, real classic, or yeah. not classic, but real proper Belgian beers. Yeah. Well, let's let's dig into let's this. Let's drink then. it. Yeah, cheers, um, cheers, cheers. Welcome back. I, I don't tend to do this now, but I just tend to just dive straight in. Oh, I don't, yeah. uh, I don't do a sniff anymore, really. It's got it's got a strong smell. It's almost like a kind of kind of slightly fruity, but like musty smell. Mm. I think the mustiness might be just the strength of it for me. It's um, <clears throat> there's almost like a like a subtle spiciness. Mm. With I get fruit. It's it's quite an orangey, quite an orangey fruit smell with a bit of spice. And as you say that, I'm getting a lot of orange in the palate. Here we go again. Here we go. not even five minutes into the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> But I think it's there. I mean, I, to be honest, my my exposure to and journey with Belgian beer is is still fledgling. It's still very mm. early. Mm. Because I think if I'm brutally honest, I'm still quite intimidated by them. Yeah. So I think it's it's something that I would very rarely go for personally because I'm a bit nervous about it. I'm a bit cautious. How, how so? Kind of... Is it an ABV I think thing? I think it's ABV, yeah. but I think it's the it's it's also the the potency of that sort of fermenty yeasty yeah. stereotype that I think I'm just a bit wary of. Yeah. Mm. So I think I think a combination of the two just puts me in a position, particularly if I'm if I'm buying it, you know, if I'm out at a bar or something and. And it's, it's what I'm spending my five, six quid on. Yeah. It just leaves me in a place where I just think, I'm just going to go safer. I'm going to go for something that I know, style that I know, something that's a bit more in my wheelhouse. So I think it's 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 kind of in that same realm that things like stouts used to be, right? Which is that I've got an impression in my head mm. and I don't think I like the impression. And so I've kind of convinced myself that I don't like Belgian beer. But I think I've kind of convinced myself that they're not for me. But um... well, I I've always kind of had a viewpoint on Belgian beers is that if you're going to have one, you want a really good version of it. Mm. Whereas sometimes you you know for other styles, like I'll have a a pale ale or an IPA or whatever it is, and I'll just have it, and I'm not worried. Obviously, I'd like it to taste nice. Well, like, lager like, right away as well. Or a lot, yeah, I just sort of... So, like, for example, I had a pre, pre-beer for tonight, and it was yeah. just pale ale from Aldi, the fireworks one. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not overly fussed about that, but then it might be the same from in a pub, whereas sometimes if I'm, if I'm seeking out Belgian beer, it's like, right, what are the... What are the really good ones? I and, that, yeah, and like, yeah. what are the, like, the good Trappist ones or whatever... And I sort of view it, I've always seen to view it as like a bit of a, 
yeah, like you just want it, you want a really good version of it. It's one of those I think. Yeah, I totally agree with you on that. I think it's one of those that I would probably do some pre-research on before. Mm. Get, you know, if I knew if I knew I was going somewhere specifically Belgian, um, I'd probably, or even if I'm in the in the pub there, I'd probably like switch on Tacton quickly and just be like, well, let's have a look at the profiles of all these and just see you know which which one's going to be best for them. yeah I, th- I do i do totally agree that it, that's the sort of style that you want to get the very best of yeah and i think because like actually you touched on about sort of <clears throat> with it being such a different style to what to any other beers <clears throat> and they are stronger they are um like say yeasty and they've got just yeah. totally different flavors and a different experience with it yeah. um I think it just, I think that aspect like puts people off, doesn't it? I think, yeah, I think there's there's just this kind of mythos around them. There's this kind of aloofness to them. They're kind of like the cool kids at school. Yeah. And it's kind of like, oh, that's not my gang. <laughs> my <laughs> yeah, gang, yeah, yeah. My gang's a sort of run-of-the-mill, licking the pencils kind of kids over here. So I think there's something about them that's just always, I don't know, Sends me back to school days. Basically, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I need to get oh. Belgian beers my lunch money. Or something. <laughs> yeah. so, yeah. I, I think it's it is it's just that. I think there is that kind of that aloofness and that that allure. But you kind of think you. I think for me, it's almost feeling like I need to know what I'm talking about before I go for them. Yeah, you know, it, I sort of almost feel as though ones really good ones would be wasted on me but not appreciated as much as they would be if I really knew what I was taking in and I really knew what I was what I was enjoying. Um, and I think because of that, I've just sort of imposed this mental block on them and therefore don't engage with them as much as I could or should. Well, there is the whole thing as well about the open fermentation of the brewing process as well with Belgian beers. So obviously no lid on the... Yeah. No lid on it. So, um, you know... Just the natural world getting in there as, yeah. as well, um, whatever's, whatever's fine. That's a mental thing. It's happened, crazy, right? isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's um, mental. I don't think that puts. I don't think I really think about that. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's put me off. I, I kind of think. You know, I, I can see it putting was, people off who don't. Who I think if you just hear about yeah, it, just yeah, yeah, if you it, just yeah. hear about it, I think I, I think that's right. I always sort of work on the basis that if something's landing in a vat full of alcohol. It's probably going to be all right. It's going to be pretty <laughs> sterile by the time it yeah. gets to my end. Um, and you know, we've poured this out, and there's not there's not flies floating around in it and, <laughs> and stuff like that. So I'm I'm feeling okay about it. I think that is, but I think that's what I mean. There is this sort of this kind of uber traditional sort of mystique about them, and I think that's that's part of what I find intimidating is that there is just these. These incredibly strict parameters yeah. for what can and can't be. It's like when we were talking about the Trappist stuff ages and ages ago. You know, so narrowly defined in terms of what can and can't be that. Which this, we'll sort of touch on later as well. This is kind of like it's it's like the difference between champagne and sparkling wine, isn't it? It's that yeah. kind of thing. Where it's like you know, other people might do the same kind of thing. But you can't call it this unless it's unless it's done in this way in these kind of places with this kind of equipment yada 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 yeah. and I think that whole thing makes it feel <clears throat> to someone like me who I'd still consider myself to be a casual beer drinker I think that that establishes it as quite a niche exclusive 
thing. Mm. And, and and therefore, for me, I think I've just kind of parked it in that box of, that's a bit specialist. Yeah. So, so yeah, like you say, traffic speed, you sometimes... Specialist is a great word because you sort of like, you feel like you should be eating the right thing with it mm. as well, or pairing the right thing with that with that traffic beer, or that it should be um, in the in the right glass or whatever it is. You yeah. do, uh, yeah. I know, you, especially about Trappist beers because you do feel like there is this air of kind of I can, honor, I can tell you badge around it because I, there's not many of them. Is there? Yeah. So. I can tell you what this uh, what this. Well, it says here, perfect to enhance the taste of. Um, so it's perfect to enhance the taste of Abbey cheese, St. Jacques scallops, and creme brulee. Have you got some of those? Left, as in left. Left, or, yeah, yeah, or left, but, left, yeah, left yeah. blonde specifically. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if you've just been... Like, I, no, I, don't know. <laughs> I tell you what, right, I, I've, not, I've not had Abbey cheese. I've had a, a couple of scallops, so I, I, I won't comment on those. But a fucking creme brulee with that... Would be absolutely super, yeah. Because it's. I'm not really a creme brulee fan. Oh, creme brulee is divine. Mm. Absolutely divine, mate. You can get ones. You can get ones from um, from Sainos. It's like one pound fifty for two. You get a little sachet of sugar, spray it over the top, pop it under the grill. Fucking crispy top, sweet custard, little spicy orangey. Blonde beer, fucking yes, man. Sign me up. me when your creme brulee podcast is coming. Um, yeah, it'll be out Thursday. Every, every Thursday, different creme brulee uh, until I get bored, and then it'll be once every nine months. <laughs> <laughs> um, spicy is right. By the way, I'm just looking at this little profile on here. Yes, um, it, it, there's, there's something there. It's, it's, I don't know what. Um, I, I don't know what is creating it. Whether that's part of the the fermentation, whether that's part of something else. But there's there's a sort of subtle spice after the sweet. Well, yeah, the, the aroma brings yeah. up floral and spicy with notes of vanilla and cloves. Um, and then the taste, you, uh, it says, the strong multi aroma of left blonde reveals a sweet bitterness in perfect harmony with notes of vanilla and clove. So, basically, what you're getting on the aroma is what you should be getting in the taste. It's great. Now, when are we going to turn around and say, oh, yeah, there's the vanilla? Yeah, I got that all along. <laughs> yeah, no, I, 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 vanilla's a weird one, isn't it? Because mm. I think the misconception is that it provides the sweetness but it doesn't does it no. I'm absolutely certain you've said this before oh, that's why I hesitate <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, I'm absolutely certain we've, like we've covered this off we've been down this it's, been, it's, it's, it's good, good to read having long read. breaks between podcasts doesn't help I can't remember what I fucking said yesterday let alone five months ago good to revisit though if anybody's listening to this so I I get a sweetness but I uh, obviously it's not from vanilla I get it from like you said the, the kind of the orange yeah so I, then like there's, the, 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 the I really like the these like the spices. It's a really nice flavour. For me, I, I always find vanillary things. The the vanilla, you're right. It doesn't it doesn't feel like it adds a sweetness. It feels like it adds a a roundedness, yeah. a kind of softness. Yeah, the softness definitely. That kind of levels out that texture. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think that's what I get from vanilla, and that's why it's gone gone down so quickly. It has gone down quick. Uh, we are sharing as well. We haven't just smashed a bottle. Yeah, um, and we, it's one of the little bottles as well. It's not the kind of standard. Yeah. Usually, yeah, quite standard. But yeah, it's not lasted. Yeah. Not lasted long at all. So while Tom goes and gets the second beer, Mark, what have you been up to in the intervening period since we last got together and chatted? Five months. It's been about five, five months, yeah. Months. Um, so in that time, I have been... Welcome back, Tom. I have yeah. been to uh, two different 
very good places for beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one being Edinburgh. Went out to Edinburgh in December. Nice. Really nice. Uh, Bit. Absolutely beautiful. Uh, love that city. Second time I've I've been, and uh, yeah, it was, it was just absolutely fabulous. The Christmas markets up there were just superb. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the the main one on the on uh, Prince Prince's Road is it? Prince's. It's, it's like the main big street of Edinburgh. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. It's like the Royal Mile they call it. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, the Christmas market on there was really nice. But I had um, a great deal uh, of um, recommendations from people on the Twitter. Thank you for everybody. Um, it's great when you put something out on the Twitter and all these it's people amazing, come, isn't it? yeah, amazing. come in with, with stuff. It's yeah. fantastic. Um, I was told to immediately go to the Guildford Arms and have a pint of Jarl. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I did. It's yarl. 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 yarl, yarl, isn't it? Yeah, I actually yeah. got uh, I got corrected by a uh, bar a woman in the what's the pub called? <clears throat> That's annoying in Edinburgh. So I said jarl. I'm like yarl. <laughs> yes, oh. <laughs> That's the one. Yeah. You know what? I'm pretty sure I said jarl the whole time, and no one corrected me. So See, I only yarl. know I only know because of playing Skyrim. Oh. That's the only reason I know, and it's like a. I think it's like the word for like a Viking lord. Oh, oh right, okay. Might be Ooh. where we get Earl from. I'm just spraying. <laughs> <laughs> absolute bollocks there, but you know. Yeah. So yeah, I said howdy y'all and uh, got myself a point of that. Um, which yeah, absolutely top notch recommendation right there. Yeah, and have you both had y'all before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure ago. have. A while ago, but yeah, yeah, fabulous, fabulous drink. Um, <clears throat> went over to, um, well, no, sorry, stayed at the Guildford Arms, um, had a uh, nano brewery uh, porter called Fort Point from Ibean Nano Brewery. Um, so it's great to see a nice nice little nano brewery. This is just off the Royal Mile as well, so yeah. um, great to see a nano brewery in this pretty mm-hmm. packed and like, well, well-established pub. Um yeah, that would, I remember that just being really, really nice. Um, went out to went out to Bread Meets Bread. Have you eaten at Bread Meets Bread? I've never been to Edinburgh. Uh, there's a couple of ch- I think there's another one in Manchester, I think, as well. Um, but um, that was where I made the stupid mistake of having um, poutine <laughs> with, e- with extra chips. No, <laughs> I, put, I put a side order of chips on my poutine. And your poutine. So I had you love chips. chips on chips. <laughs> absolutely did not get through. Although the poutine wow. is beautiful, like absolutely. Is it proper like, cheese curds? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's nice, magnificent. Yeah. yeah, so so good. Um, had a uh, they had a New England IPA on there as well from a brewery called Cold Town Beer. I don't know if they were just. What, it was something that might have been exclusive to the restaurant as well. Mm. I'm not entirely sure, but that was, that was delicious to go along with my many chips. I think I've seen. I think I've seen Cold Town in Sainsbury's. Oh, potentially. But yeah. I am not sure. I'm sure I remember somewhere. I remember seeing it again. Oh, Cold Town. So I've not seen it outside of that. Yeah. That kind of tap room come restaurant sort of pizza and stuff, isn't it? That's where yeah. we yeah we've been to that. So um. Yeah, nice. Yeah, no, that was delicious. Um, <clears throat> the following day, we went over to Bobar, um, which got a lot of recommendations from people. Um, and we were in there um, just waiting to uh, order, and we had a power outage. And the power just went in the whole, in the whole place. 
And so we've got like, these little candle, like um, plastic, you know, candle things mm. that you put, you flick on at the bottom and oh, yeah. around everywhere. It's just like really, really strange being in this really dimly lit Scottish pub. Nice. Um, enjoying a Scottish heavy mm-hmm. from Stuart Brewing. Um, now, I don't know if there is a difference between, I don't think there is, between a Scottish heavy and a wee heavy. I don't know as if there's Ooh, a... you're not asking the right people. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I don't think there is a, a... You know, anybody listening, please feel free to correct me on that, but I don't, I don't think there is a difference between it. But what I can tell you what was, it was superb. Nice. Absolutely fantastic. I really wanted a, a wee heavy or a Scottish heavy when I was up there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, to be able to have one. Because I, I, I think I've had one before. I couldn't tell you what it was, but I'm sure I was curious about one and, and had it before mm. um, but to actually be up in Edinburgh and have one was, was absolutely um, superb mm-hmm. Stuart Moringa fantastic um, I, very rare I don't think I've had a bad Stuart Brewing beer before I think I do. Um, <clears throat> went over to uh, Salt Horse um, had a, a big raspberry dog chew um, from Fallen Brew uh, um, which was a wonderful blend of raspberry and salted caramel. And it nice. Was, it was delicious. That sounds so, great. Anything with salted caramel, that's yeah. right up my alley. Yeah, <laughs> straight away. Sounds great. Um, yeah, no, that, that was superb. Um, also from the Salt Horse, I had um, Saturated in Nelson by Dea. Nice. Oh, yo, 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 yo. Saturated in Nelson was exactly what I said on the tin. Yeah. Like, hop, hop forward, like, right in your face. So, um, so is, that, is that a single hop? I believe yeah, so, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah. Um, so that, yeah, that was stunning. Um, <clears throat> give over that Well, We went to, um, on the, I think it was the last, I think it was the last full day we were there. Um, I had a, I had another Wee Heavy. This was a 9% bourbon barrel-aged Wee Heavy um, from Fierce Beer. Uh, we went to the actual, yeah, so we went to the first beer tap room. Nice. Um, and I just, just decided to start with a 9% we heavy. Uh, As you do, yeah. Yeah, my nice. Fierce were the, they were the guys in the greenhouse at Indie Man. Yes. Right? Yes. They were those guys. Yeah. 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 I had one of those there, it was superb. I've been to a couple of Fierce, uh, they've, got a, they've got a tap room in Manchester as well, and uh, <coughs> um, I can't, have we podcast since I went to Manchester? Fuck no, nice. because no, that was in November. Oh, God. I'll talk about that as well. I'll go back to Manchester at some point, but I'll, I'll, I'll kind of rock it through uh, Edinburgh here. Oh, yeah, um, going from a 9%er, I decided to then go for a 125 Imperial Stout. Um, another Did you bourbon, crawl out with fierce beer? <laughs> it, it, was, it was a wee heavy night, I'll tell you that. <laughs> for sure. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that was superb as well, the... Um, the 12.5 Imperial. I might have even put that on untapped. I can't remember. I think somewhere in Edinburgh I had a five-star beer. But let me just double-check nice. that. That's the dog barks in the distance. Not my dog. So. <laughs> I like how you instantly... <laughs> Not my dog. Distance <laughs> yourself from that dog. Uh, oh, no, I didn't put that on untapped. No. Um, I did put those two on there. Um... But yeah, uh, that was that was pretty much uh, Edinburgh for me. And then I think after those two, I kind of we went to a cocktail bar, um, the one I talked to you about, um, Hoot the Redeemer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah uh, I can get into yeah. Got a, got very uh, 
very into the cocktails there, shall we say. Um, I was basically crawling home. <laughs> um, but Edinburgh was, yeah, Edinburgh was fantastic. Oh, such a good city. Can't recommend it. I do enough. need to go. I mean, yeah. it's, it's ridiculous, really, that my wife and I go to Northumberland every single year for our anniversary. We go, you know, four and a half, five hours that way. It was another, like, three hours was after three, that. Three, but we're yeah. never going to be any closer. So no. we might as well. No. You know, every time we go, we say, should we do a day trip? And, and every year we don't. So, um, I was going to say maybe this year, but with two children under two, probably not. But, uh, <laughs> no, at some point in the future, yeah. we will do yeah. that day trip yeah. and we will go up. But um, yeah, just hearing the, the stories that you guys have got and the, the sheer number of recommendations that came through on the on the Twitter. Yeah, I mean, it's it's got to be a place to be. You've got the mm. castle up there as well to yeah. visit, and it's yeah, it's just a beautiful city all round. Yeah, mm. nice. Um, then for my birthday weekend, um, I was uh, whisked away to lovely York. Yeah. Well, um, absolutely fell in love with the city. What what a city yeah, York great. is! Beautiful, mm. unbelievable. Yeah, I've n- I haven't been since I was like before I can remember. Basically, I was a, I was a very small child the last time I went to York. So um, to be able to go there, you know, as an adult and um, just just enjoy. All the stuff that was that was there it was, it was absolutely fantastic. And yeah. Some amazing pubs there. Um, Market Cat. Um, yes, yeah, the Market Cat in York um, was fantastic. Had to have a pint of Jaipur because oh, it's a Thornbridge. It's a Thornbridge pub. I'm so um, annoyed. I didn't realise it was there when I was in York. Yeah, <laughs> cask as well. Yeah, cask. Oh, as well. So, haven't had it at the brewery, but. The nice Thornbridge pub. Enough. Yeah, right. Well, you take that, yeah. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, I had a couple of other Thornbridge ones, um, the uh, Crackendale and the uh, the Market Porter as well. Except they have a porter, obviously. Um, <laughs> this is me we're talking about. Um, so that was lovely. Um, then we went over to, and this is an absolutely magnificent place that I'd recommend to anybody, is Brew York's Beer Hall oh. up there. Oh my god, it was so good! Like not only did the incredible beer selection, the food was delicious. Yeah, we didn't eat there, so I'll have to. Yeah, to no, something. they had um, uh, what did I? Have? I had um some Korean chicken with Korean barbecue sauce on it. Ooh. Oh my god, it was just immense. Nice, utterly, utterly immense. And I'm, I, I was a little bit like apprehensive about it at first, but Kathy was like, "Oh, go, go on, just, just try. You know, it's chicken, it's barbecue sauce, it's everything you like." <laughs> Travelling taxi. Um, I can't remember if I put that one on. I did, yes. Um, that was a pale ale. Um, and then I had the five star beer that I was thinking of, which was a imperial double pastry stout uh, called Origami Black Belt. Oh my god, it was so so brilliant. So it wasn't the one that I wanted originally. The the one that I wanted, which I can't remember the name of, was um, they'd gone. Literally, they tried pouring it and they couldn't get it. Oh, right. <laughs> couldn't get it going. So it was just like, oh, yeah, that one's gone. So, okay, so I'll, I'll have the origami black belt instead. I think at that point I was going, I'll have the origami black belt. <laughs> I was stammering my words a bit at that point. <laughs> and this was a, uh, uh, what was the percentage? 11.6%. Oh, nice. Whilst you're stamming around, yeah, so I decided to yeah. destroy my destroy myself at the end. But oh, it was incredible! I put a big booze in this, but blanketed in big flavors, 
sweetness and a surprisingly comforting mouthfeel as well. Ooh, really soft. It's very coherent it for really someone soft. that couldn't say. That words. probably took me about 20 minutes to time. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, yeah, no, it was, it was super soft for like this big, boozy bastard, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely stunning. I think that finished finished me off the night, but um, it was it was absolutely wonderful. Amazing. Um, <clears throat> the following day, my actual birthday, um, cleared my head a little bit. I was feeling a little bit ropey in the morning, so I just had a nice walk around and while I uh, got myself together, um, we went to House of Trembling Madness, um, which was highly recommended again by a whole load of people, you included, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, not the one that everybody was recommending, though. There, there's two. Um, no, yes. The one I think a lot of people probably recommended was the the mad one. Yeah, like the, the one with one, the, like one the shit in the walls and yeah. stuff. This was quite a... This was like the house of trembling calmness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was quite a nice, relaxed vibe. Um, Maybe they missed a trick there with the old... Uh, I should call it calmness, you know, the one madness. Yeah. 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 With the trembling calmness doesn't really... Uh, I don't know. Could be unsettlingly calm. Yeah, yeah. 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 it's the calm before the storm. Yeah. But to my absolute surprise and joy, they had had something that I really wanted to have, um, and I didn't think I was going to get the chance to have. But it was on there on tap. Was Vault City's Iron Brew. Ah. Nice. That coupled along with what was effectively a slice of birthday cake, which felt like it was just a big <sighs> sprinkled slice of cake that I had. Um, utterly superb. Like, yeah. I, no, I love Iron Brew. Like, I'm a huge, it's probably my favourite fizzy drink out of all of them. So to be able to have this, and it just tasted like Iron Brew. Just a, sli- a slightly sour Iron Brew. Yeah. Um, it was utterly brilliant. <laughs> it was nice. so, so good. Um, <laughs> I didn't rate it as a five star, but um, I did. I did thoroughly enjoy it. It was oh. absolutely magnificent. Um, I did put up a, a picture of the beer board as well. Um, that was absolutely awesome. Um, so obviously, with all that board on there, I had to have the Sonoma on cask oh, after that as well. Yes. Um, I think I, I think I took a picture of the board just to make Tom jealous. <laughs> I mean, yeah, <laughs> so you succeeded. Like, yeah, there's track there's track Sonoma right there. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I don't think I did much um, other drinking throughout the. Yeah, no, I think that was that was it because I kind of went a little bit overboard on the uh, on the night before, so I wasn't feeling a hundred percent. But um, yeah, they were my two big excursions. I did go to Manchester before that, but um, I think I put that all through the Twitter. If you want to go back to November, because <laughs> I know uh, we've got another beer to get through. We do. Hey, talk about this is Tom levels of. Uh, you went for it, yeah. Went for it, much, much travail. You know, yeah, it's actually five months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there's the Saint Bernardus um, Peter Six um, Abbey Ale coming in at six point seven percent. Yeah. So let's uh, let's give this a go. Yes. It's now be glass. Oh, that's dark. I thought it was going to be dark, isn't it? It is a bit dark. See, that is. I would say that is actually the colour I associate Belgian beers with. I think, yeah. I think that's the, yeah. 
I think I agree with you, actually. I would, I would probably have a shout at it being a Belgian if I just saw that. It's your sort of... Um, I'd probably say brown ale first. Cause it's, <laughs> it's your sort of own brand cola. Yeah, colour, yeah. isn't it? It's kind of, you know, happy shopper cola. Yeah. Kind of brown. Because it's quite, you know, to the light. It's got that kind of hue, hasn't it? That yeah. kind of cola hue. Yeah. Cola bottle hue, sort of. Yeah, yes, like, yeah, yeah. 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 <clears throat> oh, cheers, boys. Cheers. Pater, Pater or Pater 6? I don't know. It's P-A-T-E-R, I'd so I would say Pater. Pater, yeah. Um, Pater. Okay. What are we getting on the nose? Kind of like a, I'm getting like caramel, like a sweet, Ooh. sweet sort of caramel. Um, maybe a little bit less spicy. Getting something. It's a lovely smell. It's a great smell. What? There's something in there that I'm getting. I don't know what it is. It's almost. It's almost bananary. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost bananary, but but there's there's something. There's something a bit sharper in there as well. Is that kind of, they, am I right in saying that's sort of the common characteristic with Belgian? With the, I think sort of it is. is kind of I think it is, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's supposed to have that banana-y sort of feel to it. Mm. Yeah. It's, um, um, it's, it's slightly bitter on the finish. It's it is super actually, bitter, yeah. Super bitter, but there's, there's sort of, there's a bitter end. Yeah. Um, but overall, it's very... I'm finding it very crisp. I think it helps that it's as cold as it is, but it's, it's very crisp. It's yeah, quite, interesting quite dry. Maybe what it's like it's a little warmer. I mean, I have... It has been sitting there a little bit, but it's still pretty cool. Sorry, it's quite... <laughs> I've said that whole thing, trying not to burp. <laughs> it's quite... Yeah, it's, it's quite a... Yeah. Carbonate, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll, just, I'll just read what I've got here. So um, this, this pattern is not just any old brown beer. It unites the deep flavour of special specialty malt with the lively fruitiness of ripe tree fruits. Um, impressions of hazelnut and mocha lie at the basis of the mouthfeel, which flows into an excellent yet playful duel between the mild taste of dark candy sugar and a slightly toasted but dry grain character. Plenty of apple and pear aromas make their magnificent presence felt all the way to the slightly bitter aftertaste. Well, we said none of that, apart from bitter aftertaste. Bitter aftertaste. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We always get bitter aftertaste. Oh, of course yeah. we do, yeah. Um, That's the bit we can pick up. Yeah, I do. You love a mocha, so... I love a mocha, and when I get a mocha, I normally get it with a shot of hazelnut, so that actually yeah, yeah. makes it. <laughs> 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 for you, it's a So, a great choice to complement pork recipes or contrast against zesty cheeses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it'd be perfect for my... Cheesy pork. Right? <laughs> <laughs> cut that. Cut that. <laughs> yeah. Um. Six point seven. I think. Maybe. Maybe. You know. So when when I said that sort of banana with with something sharper in there, maybe maybe the apple pear is is where I was going with that. Yeah. Okay, I think right. I was more. I think if if you if you'd asked me, I think I'd have been more melony. Than apple pear, but hi Melanie. Melanie. <laughs> <laughs> it's been five minutes. Um, I think I, I think it would be, yeah, I think I would have been more on the sort of melon end of things rather than apple pear. But I, now that I'm going back in, rather than being pure pear, there is something of the kind of pear drops. 
Yeah, that sort of very artificial, oh, yeah, yeah. sweet pear. Mm. There's that kind of aroma that I'm getting, but um, yeah, I don't, I don't know how much of the hazelnut mocha thing, but maybe that's a, maybe that's a symptom of the temperature. I don't know if this is warmer. Would be, would be getting more of that sort of roasty, chocolatey hazelnut mocha. Yeah, it's a bit warmer. I'm maybe. definitely getting that because I smell caramel on the nose. I'm, I'm definitely like the, the, the coating at the end of it for me is. It's that kind of sweet sort of caramel. I think it said they like candy, didn't it? Yeah, dark candy sugar. That's yeah. sort of dark sugar, and I'm definitely getting that as like that's like that's the coating. That's what I'm left with. If I just wait a couple of you know wait a minute or so before the next sip, I've got a nice. Yeah. It's a really nice flavour to have actually, just kind of um, swirling around. I kind of then you want to go back for more. It's not too sweet. Um. Yeah, you're right. I think if it warms up, you might get you different. Might get, you might yeah. get different characters. But um, are you getting six point seven out of this? Uh, I wouldn't go too far off it. To be honest, probably uh, lower. Yeah, I, yeah. I think I'd be in the in the fives, mid to high fives. I think I think I do. I think it's because it's got again, it's got that kind of. Um, I think it's just got quite a lot going on with it that makes me. Yeah, cool. and I don't know if I associate lots going on with it. To higher ABV, just naturally. There's not um, much booziness. Like you, it's you not know, boozy. There's bitterness no, no, no. and, and flavour, but there's, yeah. there's but there's a, it's like with the other one. There's like there's just like there's a uh, the blonde. I don't some sort of strength to it. I can't I can't pick out why. It's kind of a richness. Like a, yeah. yeah. If, if richness is, is I the same I, kind of thing. See the blonde. I wouldn't put near six point six. That's that I would put mm. lower. But, but I, think, I think yeah. I think the sweetness for me probably brings it down to like more of a six. Like I wouldn't have put it. Climb into seven towards seven, maybe, but um, yeah. And so, did we, um, apologies if I missed it because I just wasn't listening. But did we, <laughs> did we say where this falls on the sort of double, triple spectrum? Is that is this on there somewhere, or is this in a in a separate uh, realm altogether? Are we double, on that, I believe. Are we on that spectrum? Double, double, yeah, this is a double. Excuse me. Oh, yeah, uh, do we do we have do we have a technical definition of what that means? Of course we don't. Because oh, okay. <laughs> I, regrettably, um, I I was I've been watching I've been watching Beer Masters on um, Amazon. Yes. Online, oh yeah. Which yeah. actually I still haven't watched. Have really good. Yeah. Really good. Uh, you, you get surprised every now and then because James Blunt turns up, so you kind of go, "All right, that's James Blunt," but. Um, but the actual the premise of the show is really um, is really entertaining and it's it is, you know, it is educational and um, I, I think you learn a lot from from the judging and from the discussions that they have about it and they, they did have a Belgian they had a Belgian episode and I think they gave a definition of, of what these things mean but it's clearly gone in one area and out of the other so, yeah definitely but I'm, I'm the same I really enjoyed it um, I think it, it. I think I said to you like sometimes it sort of struggles with the balance between how much is educational, how much is just like appealing to craft beer nerds. Yeah. I think there's just occasions where, like, it just. I think it just wrestled with like what, who is it like what a, they wanted to be appealing yeah. to. But I quite liked how they did. This is what this this is started doing this week, and they did a nice cool animation with like 
characteristics of this yeah. style and um, you know what like is it more of a more hot forward is it mobility you know what the or you know things like that yeah. and I think that kind of it didn't overcomplicate it um, yeah but I think they also they, I, I get what you're saying about that balance between are we are we for the purists or are we for the masses mm. but I think the fact that they had James Blunt and Jaeger Wise as the the hosts, I think they they managed to strike that balance naturally between the two of them because you've kind of got one extreme that's very much openly admitting I am a casual beer drinker and I'm just here because I want to try some beer and I'll give you the same kind of opinions that we give on stuff. And then you've got the complete opposite end of the spectrum, someone that's immensely knowledgeable um, with years of experience and a huge amount of of you know weight behind them, yeah. giving really detailed critique about what they're tasting and what that means for the process and and stuff like that. So I, I think you know even within that dynamic between the two hosts, you kind of get both. But I see what you mean. There there were a lot of times where I was thinking if I knew nothing at all about beer, this wouldn't be the most accessible thing. Um, yeah. But I suppose you could almost say the same thing about things like the Bake Off. Could right. you like yeah. if they're going yeah. knee deep into proving and lamination of puff pastry you could be like if I knew nothing about pastry this would be totally lost on me so I think it's it's on par with you know your sewing bee and your pottery throw and your bake off and all sorts of things so I think they've done a I think they've done a good job with it it was great yeah but the important question is when somebody got eliminated did James Blunt say Goodbye, my lover. <laughs> he actually Goodbye. did every every every, every week. Episode, yeah, every, every single every episode. Yeah, that's what he'd say. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then to the winner. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I really love that. I, I actually quite liked. Uh, sorry to poo poo it, Mark, but I did quite like there was no elimination. Oh, was there no elimination? Oh, I no. Know. It was it was it was a case of so each week the winning beer kind of goes through into the final, and that's like the the beer of that style that makes it into the final oh, and then the yeah, final okay. is the best one of each yeah. style going off oh, against each other yeah. so yeah no one no, no one left at the end of um, each episode so they're all beautiful they're all beautiful yeah. they're all beautiful they're all feeling high um, and it was good they also brought in other elements of being in the beer industry so there was like there was brewing the beer that they went off and did and they'd bring it back and then like one was about design so yeah. like creating a really good brand oh, good. around yeah. the yeah. um, I think there were I can't remember, a couple of those like an advertisement the glass, I think was there oh yeah like glassware and just sort of and they, that was cool because I think obviously the idea was that I can't remember what the prize was I think it was obviously to brew X amount was it 10,000 I can't remember yeah I think it was something like that I think uh, yeah but well, I guess the idea is then it may help them kick on to bigger thing so it's cool they had that like little sort of almost I feel like I need to watch it a learning it's a good show it's definitely worth it yeah, yeah, yeah it's a good show yeah it's a good show but so to cycle back from, to the point from 10 minutes ago um, on that show oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 they yeah. did give a definition of a double and a, and a triple and um, and all that sort of stuff but I couldn't tell you what it is right now yeah. we should do one of those viewing things at some point where we you know we watch an episode while we're while we're recording the show. Oh, like opinions on films. Yeah. So we can <laughs> we can rip off yeah. that. Yeah. We can rip off that thing that they do. Um, in addition to all the other things of theirs that we ripped off. Men TV and badly. Nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Yeah. I like it. I mean, we should probably try and get into a reasonably consistent podcast <laughs> before we start doing offshoots. Yeah, that's true. But yeah. but yeah, I like it. Oh, yeah. You know. 
and maybe as a reward for actually doing more than four podcasts a year we can we can sit down and watch a TV show together yeah. and critique it um, so just to again backtrack to this, this style which is an Abbey Ale so what makes an Abbey beer is that it's, it's produced by a non-Trappist mon- a monastery yeah. okay um, e.g. Benedictine uh, produced by a commercial brewery under commercial arrangement with an ex- I don't know what that word is. Extant monastery? Right. What's extant? Is it ex- I think yeah, I pronounce it. I think I pronounce it extant. This isn't a word. What does extant mean? Surviving. Still in existence. Okay, fine. Or branded with the name of defunct abbey by a commercial brewer. So that's... There you go. So I guess the sort of style sounds, you know, similar to Trappist, isn't it? Because it's that abbey kind of... Blink, but yeah. yeah, that's it. So I'm really enjoying it. I mean, it's, I, nice. it's another one I blasted through again. Yeah, um, yeah. say there's there's quite a lot going on with it, but at the same time, still, still really, um, still really drinkable, and uh, yeah, almost bordering on dangerous territory. Yes, you look at. Which I think they all are, because the one the one thing gets going back to like we talk about left and like the gateway and the journey and stuff. One thing I really regret is I went to Brussels on a lads weekend, mm. long weekend, and we went to really cool bars and obviously like Delirium Bar was just, it was out of this world, it was something we'd never been to, you know, the, the place was adorned with um, beer trays, like branded beer trays yeah. and, and uh, beer mats and pump, you know, whatever, it's everywhere. And you know, they've got this Bible of like, I think we went in 2012. Um, and they were, at the time they had 2012 beers. Mm. My understanding is they had one every year, so I, but I don't know how true that was. But they had the, mm. at the time they had 20, 2012 yeah. beers, um, and uh, it was just you know we just took this book to them, and went pick six from this page, or just pick like whatever, or just go from this pick, like, give us six beers basically, and then we try it, you know, we'll try it and stuff. I don't think we really pre. I mean. Probably the way we um, we ended up doing drinking games with Americans on Belgian beer. You know? <laughs> but I don't think we appreciated these beers no. were six, seven, eight plus percent. And I mean, the hangovers were horrendous. But <laughs> I, I'm ashamed. I don't think we, we really, you know, I had loads of beers there, and some of them were probably, you know, now for me, I'd pre- I appreciate them as being yeah. like probably five stars. Or and I just, I don't fucking, I don't have a clue what I had. Um, no. So I thought it was a real shame. And I think there were some other bars as well that were great, but that was the one that stood out where I probably tried, you know. If I was to go now, I'd be, well, I'd be really meticulous and making sure I, yeah. you know, uh, took my time over them. But we were just like just necking them during drinking games. Like, what the fuck were we doing? <laughs> but I think if you went now, you, you would never order anything. Yeah, because you just sit for seven hours reading that. Folder. I probably still would do pick. Added ten more beers on that now. Sit or pick me two or three beers that you know like, yeah. you think oh this style maybe and then get them to do. I probably would still do that, um, but I think it was more just a case of oh we we literally just go like close our eyes, finger down, right? We'll have that. I love that beer. Um, but as you say, you know, as I say, no, it'd probably be something I'd meticulously research before. Yeah, like just to know exactly where, what I'm going to go for. The intention for me is still to go to Belgium at some point. Oh, I'd love um, to go back, yeah, yeah sure. That's still, 
that's still on the table for some point. I don't know when exactly. Um, might be looking more towards next year now, but yeah, I, I just desperately want to go there. Yeah, yeah. especially go to Delirium. This is amazing as well. It's just yeah. yeah. I'd love to go back. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying I won't be crawling out of it like we did last time. But <laughs> at least I might just understand what I'm having a bit more. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, uh, do you want to fill us in what you've been having while I get another beer? Well, I don't keep track of anything. I know you don't. So that's why I know. No, I probably so get better, the beer and come back. You better run. Done. You better run because I've got I've got my top three. Okay. Okay. You've got one because I have. <laughs> there, uh, you know, I, I very 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 rarely keep track yeah. of of what I drink. And actually, we're all used to that now. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. Um, and actually, with with. Uh, a four month old now and and a nearly two year old now I'm not doing much drinking <laughs> I'm not doing much drinking God, this is your first show since uh... since the birth of little baby Olive yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely she's amazing um, she's a baby she is a baby four and a half months so she was born a couple of weeks after we last recorded yeah because yeah. um, you were on the non-alcoholics I was on the yeah. I was on the zeros I was on the zeros yeah um, and I was for for maybe a couple of months um, after she was born, just because you never know. And actually, um, without going into too much detail, sort of three, four weeks after she was born, she was in hospital for a few days and stuff like that. So I think there was always just this caution and nervousness about, you know, if, if one of us needs to suddenly get in the car, then that's just stick to the alcohol-free gin and beer and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So quite a lot of alcohol-free lagers and alcohol-free various different things. And luckily, Sainsbury's has got a pretty good selection of stuff in that alcohol-free section. So quite a lot of those. Um, Christmas, started to ramp it up. Basically just getting through what was in my cupboard, just getting through some of the stocks, fully preparing for people to start topping it up again over Christmas. Mm-hmm. And they delivered. Um, coincidentally, I've just remembered uh, what I showed you both a couple of weeks ago when you were both over that I've still got in my cupboard as a as a complete nostalgia item now, never to be consumed because it's probably absolutely rancid and <laughs> totally fucked. But I have got still an original bottle of tzatziki sour from Manhattan back from probably around the time that we had it when we first started doing this. Yeah. So, and just to go on, I did mean to ask you tonight to, to bring, bring that your bottle of delirium and the Flores uh, just strawberry Belgian yeah, yeah. beer. Do you want to go and get it? Yeah. Okay. On your bike. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Um, and But they were what I bought back in 2012. Wow. Oh, right. Yeah, so that would have been really in- interesting to see yeah, what they yeah. would have Well, we'll have, to do, we'll have to do a Belgian part two. More Belgian. So so yeah, so we're going through a lot of those. Christmas um, got some good got some good stuff. A lot of it was reasonably macro, quite a lot of brew dog stuff, which I know is I'm not uh, I'm not censoring it out this time. Is what it is. It is, is what it is. And you know, <laughs> look, we we're not gonna go into the possible controversies and whatever oh, else and yeah. and stuff like yeah. that because it's been done to death but um, fundamentally I very much enjoy an Elvis juice and I'm not, <laughs> not going to apologise for that 
Um, I got so, I got a twelve pack of uh, Brewdog for Christmas. Um, so I had all these cans of Brewdogs, and it's like, well, I'm not going to say no. I'm not going to say no. Uh, you might have had the same twelve pack that I did. Was it Hazy Jane's, Elvis Juice, Punk, lots of Lost in there? I think I think I had a slightly different yeah, different one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, an Elvis Juice is a lovely beer as far as I'm concerned. So I'm not going to turn it down. Yeah. Um, I just don't think about it. So, so quite a lot of that, quite a lot of bigger macro stuff. But um, what what do I actually want to talk about? Your top three. Yeah. Um, so in no particular order, but I will do my favourite one last. Um, so in some order. In some order. So I had a uh, a mango any IPA from Mad Squirrel. Oh yeah. Um, and this is one of those ones, you know, we, we sort of mentioned in the past about a beer sitting in a glass three feet away from you and you can smell exactly what it is. Oh, yeah. This is one of those. So it was sort of proper, huge mango, almost sort of like mango sorbet, mango lassie kind of kind of aroma. Um, and it just delivered it on the taste as well. It was just sort of super smooth, super drinkable, beautiful, sweet, kind of almost creamy mango flavour with this sort of rich NEIPA body. It's just great. 5, nice. 5.8%. So, you know, as a, as a father of two young children, that was... Um, you were on the floor. That was my one for the yeah. night. <laughs> <laughs> Slept like an absolute baby. Um, which means, no, I went Second was the Pineapple Express from Tiny Rebel. Um, 6.2%. I think the only thing I didn't like about it is that I would have liked more pineapple. It's one of those things, because mm. I'd had the mango one that was like super, super mango, going to this pineapple one, it was a slightly more subtle pineapple than I was properly hoping for. Yeah. I think in my head, I think I was more in pineapple sour space than I was like pineapple, um, pineapple IPA. But it was great, you know, it tasted really great, it was really clean, you know, the sort of pineapple sharp bitterness was, was really nice. Um, I think the fact that I wanted more pineapple is just me, I don't think that's like a, that's an objective criticism, I think that's very, it's very subjective. Out, you just come out of having that big mango one, yeah, but it was, yeah, but it was, it was clean, it was, it was quite dry, it was quite sort of, Sort of, yeah. you know, that kind of tannin, tannin dryness. <laughs> What's yeah. up, dog? Yeah. <laughs> sort of tannin dryness. It was, it was great. It was really, really nice. Um, but my favourite is probably the only beer that I've actually messaged you guys about. Yeah. In, <laughs> 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 in, the, last, in the last five months. Oh my god! I should message about um, a bit. Wait, it's a couple, what was it? It's a couple weeks ago, wasn't it? Was it only a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, it wasn't long. It was Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. It was five days ago. Yeah. It was five days ago. And it was the uh, it was the salted lime sour from uh, it was a collaboration between North Brewing and Bundo Bust, the uh, amazing Indian street food place yeah. uh, that we went to before Indie Man. Yes, the day before. The day before, before Indie Man. Yeah, uh, well, in I Manchester. Was, I wanted to go back there and I forgot what the name of it amazing. was, so I never did. Text just, <laughs> just the most incredible food. Um, and and this so the the comment that I've written under this beer. Uh, 4.2%, super, super salty, super limey, almost like that sort of, um, what beer is it I'm thinking of? The Salty Kiss? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah it's that kind of thing, but to me, 
ramped up a little bit more. Yeah. Um, and the only comment that I've written underneath it is just fucking yes, man. <laughs> That's it. Because it was it was one of those. You know, I'm properly in this in this mode now of I'm probably only going to have one beer a night, and mm. so I'm going to have one beer a night. I need to enjoy it. I want to enjoy it. Um, we were having we were having a Chinese meal um, alongside <laughs> it. And was it was it succulent? It was succulent. Yeah. It was really succulent. <laughs> um, it was really succulent. Um, and and so it, it kind of it worked with that. It kind of paired, but also sort of clashed. And um, it was just everything that I wanted it to be. You know, it was one of those beers that just delivered on absolutely everything that it, it advertised to be. So um, that was amazing. And that that's another Sano's. That's another Sano's purchase. So you know. I think it was like £3.50 or something like that for a can. But, you know, for, for what you got from it, if you're into those quite tart, sour beers, that's an exceptional one. I absolutely yeah. loved it. So that's that's my beer of, of the hiatus. Yeah. By a country mum. Nice. Should we crack open this beer? Yes, please. Yes. Before I... Um... Yeah, you did say, yeah, perfect accompaniment to a taste social dinner. Shout out to Tay Social, the uh, the Chinese tapas style restaurant in Market Harbour. Uh, if you ever find yourself in South Leicestershire, highly recommend getting a chicken bao, a little steamed bun, percent filled with crispy chicken. Avoid the chicken feet. I think people would naturally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you need to tell them. Yeah, but, um, bao is superb. Um, super. Sorry, cool. What did you say? I, ju- I literally just said. Superb. It kind of went in stereo. Um, while, while you're pouring that, I actually have, have a question for you both. So, um, I regularly now come over to Harbour. Well, one, once a month I come over to Harbour. So you don't tell us. <laughs> <laughs> to, uh, to see my mum. To see my mum. Um, it's kind of a nice meeting point in the middle. For oh, sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. We, yeah, we come over to Harbour. But um, I've sort of run out of places to go to eat. So we've been to... Um, <laughs> this is getting very parochial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I don't, I don't know if this is... LE16 food recommendations. Yeah. <laughs> massively uh, relevant to the podcast, but yeah. Um, yeah, we've been to like all the big places. Um, ZZ, Wildwood, um, Mercado, yeah. the fish and chip place opposite Mercado. Oh, the Cod Scallops. Scallops, yeah. Really good. Um, Pizza Express. Um, and obviously now Rio Bravo is not a pl- uh, eating place anymore. It's only a takeaway place. Is so, it? Yeah. yeah. Shit. I, went, so I went to book there, and they said they only do takeaway now. Oh, no uh, way. I didn't know that. Too. Yeah, not know that. I was just like, oh damn, so yeah. I absolutely love that place. Um, so I've sort of run out of places, and you know I'm not the biggest fan of Chinese, so yeah. Take, I don't think Mum particularly is either. So. Yeah. Anyway, here they go. Yeah, I mean, this is a good shout-out to local business. So, well, it <laughs> is. Um, so, so Bay Blues. Bay Blues is an Indian restaurant. It's really good. Avatar. Oh, is that the Bangladeshi one? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Avatar's good Indian. Avatar is good, actually. Yeah, I have been to Avatar. That's before. down by Majestic. That's really, really good. Yeah. Um, uh, slightly further afield, but you could always go to the Foxton Locks. Ian. Yeah, we have... Sort of under about going to Fox and Locks. Yeah, it's always very nice. What's the place that we went to in one of the Langtons, the Star and Garter? Yes. What it's called? Star it's and Garter is a nice pub as well. We had an amazing roast. Yeah. Oh, Star yes. Yeah, we did. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, They've got a wider uh, venue than that. 
There's um, the Langton Arms in the other Langton. Yes, that's really nice as well. In town, I mean, maybe a bit more. Uh, 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 there's what's that uh, seafood restaurant? Oh, Rock Salt. Rock Salt. Yeah. Do you really want to treat your mum? Uh, if you go out to Harrington, uh, the Tollymash, Tollymash Arms, the Tolly, that's amazing. That's directly opposite the Warner Edwards Gin Distillery, so you can do uh, yeah. oh, like a gin tour. We did, We've been there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you, that's you, you've been on the tour, I think, and I met up yeah. with you to. That's to incredible. Yes, yeah. that's, that's one of my favourite places. Yeah, that is a nice place. I definitely uh, recommend the Tolly. Somebody else went there. I think my dad went there not too long ago, because so, he went on the gin tour. Yeah. yeah. So, Casa Nostra. Casa Nostra. Casa Nostra. Italian. Bless you. Casa Nostra is Italian. There's only eight in there the other night. I'd always been takeaway. There's some beautiful uh, baked meatballs. Oh, is that the one up, yeah. is, is that the one up um, Adam and Eve Street? Yes. Oh, yes. Done for Murray's. Yeah, m- Mum did say it's oh, good. Italian up there. It's great there. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Really good. The uh, uh, Veneto is, is good Veneto as well. Is really good. Is that uh, the one near Pizza Man? That's the one, yeah. yeah. The same. It's, on the, it's the same one, yeah. Pizza yeah. Man is, is the takeaway. That's what it's the takeaway. Veneto is good. Well, this is cool. great. <laughs> <laughs> super niche. <laughs> Can you imagine if we, like, if, if we get feedback and they go, that was the fucking best bit? <laughs> best bit was local food recommendations. Well, there you go, folks. If you ever come to Harbour, We've given, I think we've, we've given the full full gamut there. Yeah. Hit us up if you want to come to Harbour. You want to come to There's loads of food. Shagarika as well was another one. Shagarika is good. Yeah. It is great. Oh, Mezzo. 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 Oh. I've not eaten in Mezzo. Me- sort of Mediterranean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, piss. Yeah. I really want to go in there and eat. <laughs> um, and there's that yeah, new um, wine. You know the wine place that closed down? Yeah. Another one's replaced it called Fernie Hall, I think it's called, something right. like that. Right. Uh, I think they do decent food with their. Yeah. It's always Freemasons as well. Freemasons do. Um, yeah, it's a bit too loud in there, I think. Yeah, it's yeah. fucking loud. Well, you can always get a cheese and onion cob from Beer House. Exactly. You can always do your cheese and onion cob and a Scotch egg. I'd love to try and bring my mum into Beer House. Um, she'd go <laughs> mad for it. She'd love it. I'd get her on the, uh, on the Duchess. She'd, she'd be. I'd just tell her it's red wine. She wouldn't know the difference. It's great. <laughs> Right. Well, I thought that went back round beautifully. We have. So, yeah. uh, we have got the uh, Bourgogne. I'm glad you're pronouncing this one and not me. Bourgogne de Flanges. No. De Flanges? <laughs> I don't know why I tried to put accent that. Bourgogne uh, de Flandre. Flandre? Flanders? Flanders. Flandre. Flandre, oh, yeah, because it's Flanders, isn't it? Is it it's Flanders, Flan- yeah. yeah. Bourgogne. 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 Nah, Bourgogne. it's not Bourgogne, Bourgogne. is it? Bourgogne. Come on. Bourgogne. De Flanders. Bourgogne. Uh, anyway, this is yes. a... Lambic. Um, Lambic is a red. Uh, Rude Brun. So is this like a, a Flanders... Red De Rouge Brun. Is that something different to a... Uh, you read, shall, yeah, I read, yeah. Yeah. shall I read you the back? I think if I stare at you long enough... <laughs> <laughs> the knowledge will manifest. Yeah, yeah, please, please, please do. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Ein Dorschacht's Bruce Bond. Don't keep going, you start. Come on, start off, finish. Is there actually an English pronunciation? There is. A subtle uh, Bruges blend of high fermentation brown beer with the best spontaneously fermented Lambic beer. Oh, it's a blend. Oh. Ooh. Very nice. 
blend between a brown beer and a lambic. This is very interesting aroma. I'm trying to. Sorry, I'm busy looking. Can't quite pick up on. Very dark again, isn't it? Yeah. Again, it's got the old. It's just like it's the last that, beer, isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah. all full on kind of old. Yeah. Yeah, you're definitely, definitely picking up that kind of um, sort of uh, lambic. The, um, this is the most sort of salad. fermenty. Fermenty, of, yeah. Of the ones that we, yeah. we've had so far. This is the most sort of yeasty, fermenty thing. But it's, well, not, it's not slapping in the face. Yeah, that's probably yeah, the blend. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Sorry, no, it's not, it's not nose twitching when no, you smell it, sort no. of thing. Oh, that's gorgeous. I'll just have a sip of that. That is. That is beautiful. So like, the contrast between the two, mm. that blend is it's kind of weird because it's sort of almost like I'm almost getting the same Barnabas again. And then you just get this like big, you get the, the Lambic kind of um, mm. sourness. Yeah. And it it's, almost... It's a beautiful mix of sweet and sourness. Yeah, it's, oh. yeah. That's really hitting the spot. Yeah, because you, you definitely like. I'm I'm left with the brown beer part of it. Well, that, that kind of like a bit stronger, a bit more bitter, like darker flavours. You chuckling at But then <laughs> <laughs> you chuckling me his own brown beer. No, it's just no, the pores. The 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 I'm yeah. left with the brown. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, cut that. Cut that. Cut that. Cut that. Cut that. Um, but then you've got that, yeah, throughout, like when, you, when it's in the mouth, it's, um, <laughs> sorry, in the mouth. It's I'm going to turn it Yeah, I know. It's, 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 <laughs> it would. It's in the mouth. It's brown, back, it's of the, back of the throat. Um, yeah, you've got that lovely, like, the, the lambic vibes. Yeah. Yeah, it's, you get, for me, you get a lot more of the lambic in the mouth than you do mm-hmm. in the nose. Um, but it's just, yeah, it's stunning. It's absolutely fab. Yeah, that is... So far, that is my absolute funny, but that is absolutely... So this comes in at 5%, but it's actually quite mild compared to the others. I would... Um, I don't know. I, I, see, that's one I would put slightly higher. That's one I'd put towards more of the... Um, no, I think I'd peg it about where it is. Mm, same. Maybe slightly. I, I, I don't think I'd go any higher than... I don't think I'd go higher than 6. Certainly not, but... No. No. Five, five to five and a half, maybe is where I'd have mm. landed. Um, but no, it's just. Um, I think you're right. I, th- I think it's as always. I think we've talked about this in various different guises before. I think the the point that we talked about this most uh, famously or infamously was was when we were with uh, Bureau Clock Show, right? And we did their absolutely ridiculously special thing that they wasted on us um, <laughs> and what was this what was the stat we four, year, four years ago four years ago yesterday yesterday so as, today as is as the recording. 23rd of february yes, yes. four years ago four yesterday, years ago yesterday. We, we schlepped on down not three, just three nervous little boys getting <laughs> get the train getting the train down the like it was only four years ago, but I, I I, my memory of it, we were like 21. We were little boys. Little boys in the school uniform. The city. <laughs> yeah, it, it very much felt like sort of three Dick Whittingtons oh. um, <laughs> travelling down. Close enough. Yeah. Um, but, you know, in, in that conversation, we were talking around, you know, imagine if you could taste 
at every part of the process. You, know, mm-hmm. you can taste the original beer that they started with and then all of the ridiculous distilling and stuff that they've done to get it to where it was. Um, and I feel kind of the same with this. I, I think, you know, it, it would be really, really interesting to taste the two components separately mm. yeah. and, and and then taste this because, you know, clearly there's a huge amount of, of science and, and mixing and, and and technical skill that goes into a blend like this. You know, it's yeah. not, as I'm picturing it in my head, a jug full of one <laughs> and a jug, <laughs> jug full of other and you, you're just sort of 50-50 <laughs> slipping in. I think it's, you know, it's it's properly about understanding what each of them is offering and therefore what quantity of each you need and yeah. and how to make that work. But the result is um, the result's exceptional. So uh, this is a special type of brown beer formed by mixed fermentation combining a selection of mixed lambic, uh, spontaneous fermentation, and a brown beer of high fermentation and aged in oak barrels, apparently. Uh, in 2009, it was awarded three stars by Superior Taste Award of the International <laughs> Tasting Board. Can we assume that's not, can we assume that's not an untapped rating? <laughs> and, uh, and in 2012, it won the bronze medal at the Brussels Beer Challenge in the category of Red Ale, Old Red, Flanders Red Ale. Flanders, yeah, there we go. Yeah, Flanders. Yeah, so uh, no, I'm um, wow. enjoying it. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah it's, it's really, really good. Superb. Really good. Because I did see on my untapped, I have. But what's you know what what's clear is that you know we've had three drastically different beers here so far. Yes. Yes. You know, three incredibly different. You know, we, we've labelled them all as Belgian, but they're all wildly different from each other, and actually all wildly different from that preconceived stereotype that I had in my head that I was talking about at the very beginning. You know, these are all a million miles away from that kind of intimidating, super fermentation forward thing. Yeah. So I think it's um This beer is an sorry, this beer does give me this beer particularly does give me flashbacks to Deer in Bar. Yeah. Okay. I just have that. That, that I don't know what it. I think the, maybe this is one of the beers you had. It might have been. Who knows? Well, one of the. I think it's just the, the flavours it's got. I think it's because it is so different to anything we. I mean, how often do you have a, a lambic? Well, you said, um, you said it was 2012 when they got the bronze medal, right? And that's yeah. You were in Belgium, so. Oh, fucking hell! Wow. Well, I must have heard you. Yeah. Um, I've got, according to my untapped, I have had um, three sort of Flanders Red Ale styles. Before. Nice. One is the Duchess, obviously. Um, one is uh, one that I had in New York. Um, I had Deptford Field by Grim Ales, uh, which was 7%. Mm. Very nice. And then I had one from Tutowd, um, right before the pandemic, um, from Machinistas. Oh, yeah. A company called Rhubarbia, uh, which I... Vaguely remember being very very nice. So nice. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I, I knew I'd had a Flanders, and obviously yeah, the Duchess was sort of categorised under that. So yeah, God, I wish I had a bottle of the Duchess now. <laughs> Lovely. But this is no, this this is stunning. This is this is an absolutely brilliant bit. Hmm. Not going down as quickly as the others, but I think that's because I'm savouring it quite a lot as well. It does feel like more of a sipper. Yeah. I don't know if it's just because it, it is that. 
It's just strange for being less. Like, yeah, enough, I so think less. it's more because it's, it's got that kind of because it's got the lambic uh, fermented fermented kind of characteristics. It's a bit more of a sipper than a like naturally. I think it's more you don't you don't tend to neck sour beers or no. more sour forward beers. Whereas the other ones, like you say, we kind of hinted maybe it's hidden a little bit. It's percentage. It's ABV. Yeah. Um, but the kind of flavours for me sort of match to like quite quaffable yeah. reason drinking beers. So. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's a winner. Fair enough. I think while we're finishing now, if you can start on your uh, five months strap in, everybody. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to do a couple of hundred kilometres on the bike. <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't got too much. Um, I would have. So I went to, well, where are we going next week? Uh, yes. Knighton, uh, on the Welsh Shropshire border. Yeah. Um, little getaway sort of place. Again, it wasn't like, there wasn't anywhere obvious to sort of, because it's kind of in the stick, so there's no kind of, I'm not going to chance upon a bottle shop or, or <laughs> something like that. Um, but what I, what I liked about the trip was it was a great chance to just, just try some really local like car scales and like we didn't go to loads of pubs we just went to a couple um and uh like pretty basic we had Ludlow Brewing their golden ale I just went like middle of the road kind of it was just nice and boorish and kind of fruity just a tasty kind of local ale really um and then I got a HPA so I think that is a um what county were in? Herefordshire. Well, I think it, I think it was a county. It was. It, well, we in, it's not really not Shropshire, is it? SBA. <laughs> 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 um, I think it was like a Herefordshire pale ale or something like that. Right. Uh, by Wild Valley Brewery, and that was just a really easy drinking, sort of hoppy, slightly light, light hoppiness and stuff, and that was just quite nice. To have. I think that's the only county on the Welsh sort of area that's. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's just a good opportunity to like try. And I think because we're going next week, um, I'm sure maybe we'll try and steal away for a couple somewhere. Yeah. Yes, please. Um, just yeah. The two of us. Yes, please. Um, just a date, little dinner date. Little dinner date. So. Um, Thanks for the invite, boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's for the kids. Yeah. Yeah. For the kids. Yeah. I'll bring the cat. It's fine. Yes, please. <laughs> um. And then a couple of sort of stand out, just a beer house. I mean, most of my drinking has kind of been pretty much at the beer house. I've, I've not gone, house, yeah. I've not really been buying a lot in, um, especially for places like Harbour Stores or Duncan Murray's, just because kind of in a bit of a saving mode for the house, but also because obviously, like we talked about, how there's some excellent beers in there, but. The ones I really want are like eight pound a can. So well, must say as well, this is the first episode in in your new house. Yes, yes. yes. So um, I hope the acoustics are doing it just this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I've been going to be out, and also about a couple of like uh, we've gone to the pub quiz there. I've met up with uh, like the MTT dads, and they like luckily they like a beer, and like we like to either start in beer house or finish in beer house after yeah. the meal. So um, I've had a few there. So. Couple of highlights, um, round corners, English bitter, top side. Uh, give that a four, that was on cask. Uh, that the Colonel on, their India Pale Ale Simcoe Amarillo IPA. I said it was piney, fruit all the way through, 
a lingering bitterness making it just it was really drinkable at 6.6% mm. um, so that was uh, that was great a um, couple of classics thrown in there uh, you would have liked this I think Boot Town who had not come mm, to the park for a little while yeah. uh, they had their birthday cake stout Whoa. so that was I think it was uh, they brewed that for Beer House's birthday and that was like sweet dark chocolate um, hint of like coffee bitterness but um, it was oh yeah I remember that spin yeah it was really nice because it's a while since I've kind of had like a kind of a big flavourful stout like that yeah um, so it was good to yeah good to know Boots Town's still going strong as well yeah. yeah yeah and that was December so it was kind of it was definitely like the time for it yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's always time for stout you know <laughs> yeah yeah true, yeah true I would say you were talking about Round Corner um, I've sort of become a regular Round Corner yeah. at the moment um, I'm going, we're going over there quite a lot so. nice uh, but they do, they do the pizzas there now, and so yeah, that's a, that's a winner for Kathy. Good draw, isn't it? And I'm not going to say no to. Is that going over there? Favorite for you, Mark Pentrich had their hard times. Pale ale. It's been too long since I've had um, Pentrich. Yeah. Again, just <laughs> like pop up a lot around around a lot of places as well. Yeah. I think I saw them when I went up to York. I think it was a Pentrich. Somebody had a Pentrich. I'm going to think. Um, I think I had that on. Oh. I was going to say I thought I had that on there when we did the quiz, but don't remember it. This was on in December, so it can't be. Uh, but I just remember it being super, quite for easy drinking, like Moorish bitterness. It was like left you that. I just wanted you to go back. Yeah. Uh, uh, something I actually uh, went through on Twitter. I had a bit of a, like discussion with Miles uh, and a couple of other people um, about uh, the Nuki Brown. Yeah. Uh, it's always something I've seen in like Audi and. You know, any supermarket and um, sort of grown up I just like, thought you know what I'm just going to go for it I mean a lot of what is said is it's not what it was so um, but it was nice to have that experience and just actually have it and you know just sort of feel like it, you know at one point in your life you should have a, a bottle or a pint of meat around so um, so that was good um, I did pick up a couple of bits from um, Harvest Stores tried to treat myself for Christmas so had uh, Trap Brewing's Toya uh, the table beer uh, that was that was really nice. So, and then went away at Christmas, um, and there's a brewery I've been wanting to try for ages, and I heard a lot about them on Beer O'Clock Show, other uh, generally on Twitter. They're just around is Abbeydale. Yeah. And I kind of we're in this kind of small village in Peterborough, like called Maxi, and we sort of walk again. It's kind of in the sticks a bit where we were. Walk down to this local pub with my dad and brother-in-law, and lo and behold, they got Abbeydale's Absolution on. And I was just like, fuck. <laughs> 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 the bar that was the door was mad, because I was like, I was like going to like nudging dad. I was like, they've got Abbeydale on. He's like, what the fuck are you all about? <laughs> um, so I had about, uh, had two or three pints of that, which um, uh, got me, um, you know, ready for dinner. <laughs> I think it was pre-dinner, and because um, uh, it's a strong ale, I, don't, I can't remember what the percentage is actually. Uh, a real quick look. It got me pissed. <laughs> no, it's only five point three percent, but it's it, it 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 kind of tastes stronger than that. You, yeah. you would almost put it like more towards six. I basically just went. Uh, I put on here strong, fruity, bitter. Thumbs up. <laughs> uh, oh, the emoji or just right the no the emoji oh, okay. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was so good it was so good to finally have and it was a great little pub as well 
Um, uh, it's called it's called the Blue Belt in Maxi, and what I loved about it was you had like the, yeah the good mix of like locals. It was one of those really oldie worldy pubs where it had like agriculture kind of things around. Do you know what I mean? Like sort of like implements and stuff on the walls and a couple of stuffed foxes or something like that. That's you know, a bit of a. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, the kind of like, you know, you know what I mean. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah. The bum was a cow. <laughs> <laughs> but what I loved was um, barman was leather face. <laughs> yeah. Um, the barman kind of like he sort of finished his sentences off with like a little moo, a little. <laughs> <laughs> Whistle with your tongue, like, <laughs> hey, like sh- sh- right. Uh, you yes, know that kind of, yeah. Herbert from Family Guy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, right, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um, but he would sort of finish set, like senses off with just a little like. So he'd say, "Oh, that's um, that'll be a tenner, please." <laughs> 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 I loved it. It was just. <laughs> <laughs> it was really strange. But I just like really like because he was just like a right character sort of thing. I just sort of added to the but it was kind of weird. But he loved it. He sort of just finished things off like his little whistle. It was, it was really great. Um, right, it just makes it yeah. sound like it's intentional. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, let's, <laughs> yeah. So, so go to the Blue Valley Maxi. Yeah, yeah just stay for the whistling bar. <laughs> <Bum. laughs> yeah, it may or may not be a cow. And then. Um, had the white rat from Osset Brewery that was really nice and then but funny enough then what I what I did was um, so I think I was listening to uh, Shock Beer O'Clock Show and it was the episode with Johnny Garrett um, from um, Craft Beer Channel and they I think they touched upon his book and stuff and they talked about Christmas beers and just how the point was made um, that over here it's kind of a gimmick isn't it like mm-hmm. you sort of there's not and Johnny's point was that you know certainly in Belgium they just they take it really seriously and it really I thought you know what this would be I've always kind of seen them but again it's that that sort of thing like we were saying earlier like these specialist beers and stuff yeah so I went right I'm gonna I'm gonna go out and get something like um and I had so I had the uh the Gouden Carolus Christmas Noel um from Browridge Hetanka which I've absolutely murdered that uh, that was their winter ale, and I just said it's like Christmas pudding in a glass. And it was like sweet, boozy Christmas spices, and it was just like exactly. Nice. I think it's kind of what I was expecting, really, from like yeah. from it. But it was just so well done and well put together. It was like complex, but not kind of not like blow your head off complex. And you know, obviously, it's quite strong, but um, that was really nice. I had the Pierre Noel um, from Browridge de Rank. Uh, that was really good. Um, so it's just nice to have, um, yeah, these Belgian beers. And I had the, oh man, it's an apostrophe. So nice, nice shoof, nice shoof. I think I looked up what it means. Um, nice shoof. <laughs> nice, yeah, nice shoof. <laughs> but I just put this as a real sipper. Like, it took me ages to drink. Yeah. Uh, it was just so boozy, real sweet, like, big body, and it was just, like, 
it was something where you just don't intentionally, you just couldn't, you, I couldn't drink it any quicker. Yeah. Like, I physically just wouldn't be able to do it. It was just like, but it's perfect. It was like a really like, late evening. I've got to something. the point now where those beers feel, like, feel a little bit like a pain in the ass to me. Like, the ones where you're just having to constantly sit, where you mm. can't physically go even further. You know, I'm just getting a bit cynical about that. But I think so. I think it's becoming a bit curmudgeonly. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. But then you, yeah, you, you you gravitate towards that kind of thing more than something I actually, do. Actually, it's strange because I am a notorious nurser as well. You are a nurse. That but doesn't help. I'm a nurse who gets annoyed at the fact nurse. that I'm nursing. Yeah, <laughs> but, I think, yeah. but I think it's. Uh, I think if you if you completely if you went cold turkey on mm. beers that you have to nurse, and you had a period of time, let's say it's six months where the only thing you can drink is absolutely smashable session pails, then you'd be craving something that you just need to sip for an hour and a half. I don't know, that's not heaven to be fair. No, I think you'd go right back to it. You'd be be back thinking, I I need something. To be fair, I couldn't... There's very few stouts that I'd smash. Probably Probably wise. Yeah, exactly. wise not to smash them, but I think it's um, unless it's Egyptian cream. I think it's, <laughs> it's horses for courses, isn't it? But yeah. I think you know, particularly when you're talking about something that's got all the the, the flavors and characteristics of something like Christmas pudding, because that's like yeah, that's like the difference between Christmas pudding and a lemon tart or something. You give me yeah, a yeah, lemon yeah. tart in front of me, I'm just gonna smash it down. Mm. Christmas pudding, and I'm going to plod my way through it because <laughs> it's yeah, it's rich and it's heavy. Probably going to go through your classic sorbet. It's sorbet, yeah. it's sorbet, or a creme brulee, as we've established earlier. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's 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 something that because it is complex, I think you almost need time to process it. Yeah, you need time to sort of <clears throat> yeah, acknowledge sure. that that's the thing. And you, and the, you feel like they're so well put together in special beers. You don't want to. Yeah. Just. Obviously, there's some that are really put together because they're really good session pale ale session, and they're made to be have lots of them. But this, you know, it's made to you know you have one, maybe two, you know, sharing or whatever. But you know, much rather take my time over it. And because of that, they're also typically not very cheap. No. Yeah. So you think I've just spent like seven quid on that on that bottle of Christmas (laughs) beer? I've just chugged it. I need to go and spend seven quid on another one. Yeah. So, you know, it's not something that you can afford to session. Yeah. So you mm-hmm. do need to, well, you do need to session it, but you session it with one rather <laughs> yeah. than with yeah. four. Yeah. Particularly, as you say, if it's somebody who's taking it seriously as well, like, as, yeah. like the Belgians. Yeah, Belgians. yeah. And, um, I mean, actually, it reminded me of, um, uh, for for somebody in the family's birthday, went down to London. Went to, I think the restaurant's called Belgo, and it's like Belgian inspired like cuisine and, and drink. Yeah, uh, I remember I got a flight of of beers and whatever, and that they were good. And everyone else, I it was really filling the food. Everyone else went for desserts, and I was like, oh, I don't fancy that. So instead, I went for like I think it was Roquefort Ten, like the Trappist. Yeah, it was Trappist. Um, might be wrong. But that again, that was just it was, and it was almost like having a dessert wine. So yeah. it was just like actually, I'm going to have this 10, 12 percent beer as my dessert mm-hmm. because I know it's going to take me as long as they're eating and stuff. I'm going to like just sip it and stuff. It's not like I'm just going to. Almost felt like I wasn't having another beer for another beer's sake. It was I'm actually having this beer to yeah. enhance the meal. Yeah. 
Um, so that's kind of how I also viewed these, like you said, about the crystal pudding stuff, how nice. I viewed these beers. So um, they're definitely doing well. And it's like, it was a great, great sort of experience. Three, yeah. I think, general, I think classics, I guess. Yeah. I think they seem like they're readily available, these ones. So like, um, I'd be interested to try some more uh, rarer ones. I'll quickly rattle through some, some others. Um, one that's um, uh, Banyan by the Sea. Which was a uh, sour from. <laughs> oh, yeah. How do you spell that? <laughs> no, no, uh, what's the O crossed oh, out no, in Norway? Nogmio. Nogmio. Perfect. That sounds good to me. Um, what, what by the sea, sorry? Banyan. I thought you said banging at first. Banging by the sea. Banyan yeah, by the sea. Banyan by the sea. Um, especially in a couple of ways. So, uh, this is a. I guess it was a present, t- present from Joel. But also, um, it came with like a tankard that had like, yeah. a pottery, and it had Joel's um, like footprint and handprint on it. Oh, nice. So I had this beer in that, and that was really yeah. cool. Um, I said it's a good level of sour. It had like a punch, but it wasn't like bloody hell. Yeah. Um, rhubarb, um, which it wasn't overpowering, and it did have. It was like, kind of like an oak barrelled rhubarb sour. Um, and you kind of, it was weird, you sort of got hints of like the ageing. It was weird, It was all, you could tell it was almost, I don't want to use the word musty, but you could tell mm. it had been, it had some sort of ageing to it and stuff. Yeah, it was, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was really nice. nice. Um, whilst we're up in Matsy, um, I won't go through the beers I had, but I had a bunch of Nen Valley Brewery beers and yeah. they were really, really good. I think, uh, Egypt, um, is Egyptian Cream Nen Valley? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'd only really seen Egyptian cream. <clears throat> as, I don't think I've had any other Nen Valleys. I'm not sure. Have you had any on the podcast? Uh, I don't think I've had any on the podcast. podcast. I think I've had a few. Having released the chimps. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I've released chimps. Manhattan Project and Simple Pleasures. All great. If you see, and basically we're at a pub that um, it's called the Bertie Arms. Actually, hey. did I send you a photo? I meant to take no. a picture of the no, uh, the Bertie Arms, and they had three or four Nen Valley beers on I nice. think cask and keg so um, yeah if you see that right, yeah definitely go for them uh, I cracked in some of the vintage ales that I got uh, the Fuller's vintage ales um, just a great experience I think again it was one of those where I just took the time over it and um, you know you really sort of again it's sort of appreciating it. it's a special beer yeah. and, and, um, uh, and drinking it slowly uh, so I had the 2020, um, which has been aged for a year, and the 2021, um, both just just gorgeous, boozy, warming booziness, dark fruits, malty, yeah, it's great. And then uh, just to finish off, I um, I was scrolls through about 20. Yeah, no, 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 I was just seeing it. I think this will be the last one or not. Basically. There's obviously this, there was, I don't know if you guys saw it, but there was this big hype around Putty, which is Verdant's like, uh, mm-hmm. brew it once a year. Mm-hmm. And um, again, I kind of heard cans were like really expensive and Harbour stores were going to get in, but it was like oh, eight, nine quid a can. So I probably won't go for the hype. Went down to see uh, No Such Thing as a Fish podcast live in, in Bath um, with a couple of mates. They got a friend in Bath. And uh, just so happened to see on 
uh, Verdant's like promotion that there was a bottle shop in Bath that were going to be pouring it and uh, it was a Kingsmead bottle shop and actually the guy who lives in Bath um, you know, I've known Brocky didn't actually know about Kingsmead bottle shop so we sort of discovered this little place yeah. lovely little place uh, and had, had and I uh, got myself a putty pre-show putty yeah. and um, yeah big fruity tropical notes um, gave way to like a piney bitterness soft mouthfeel it was just fucking it was like it did live up to the hype yeah, I think it was, that's the tricky thing, isn't it? You sort of everyone's banging on about it, and uh, but it sort of yeah really lived up to it. So I was really pleased it did, and yeah. it was nice to it's nice to have it on draft rather than like paying eight or nine quid for a can. Absolutely, I think I liked yeah. that it was sort of kind of fresher in that way. So yeah, um, yeah. So I think that's um, about wraps it up. That's about me. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had some. Oh, actually, one last one. I did have a Pentridge. It was the um, highly evolved. One last one. We we, ne- we can't go without um, mentioning Braybrook's new pills near the Ten Greek yes. Street, yeah. um, which was absolutely superb. Nice. So um, again, if you see yeah, that, I need to, uh, need to get on that. Yeah. So there you go. I'm just looking through the Nem Valleys that I uh, had. Well, the ones that I've definitely logged on untapped as well. Actually, a little bit more than I thought. Um, so yeah, release the chimps is on there. Chips and cream, obviously. Um, have your cake and drink it, mm-hmm. which is a stout. Um, a porter Bible Black. Um, I just saw that. I just had that. Oh, um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they had a they had a Belgian double themselves. It's a trap. Ah, uh-huh. yeah, nice. And, uh, and Big Bang Theory as well, which I forgot is a really really good. Oh, yeah, it is good. Yeah, ah. yeah. yeah I'm a big fan of that. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's a really good beer. Then, though, I need to have more. Right, should right. we crack into our last beer? Speaking of trap. Since as we're an hour and a half in. That's okay. 15 minutes of it's been absolute dog shit that Michael cut out, so... It's, yeah, uh... or people just skip through. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, it'll be that discussion about fucking local... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should probably put in the tweet, there is a good solid 10 minutes of where to eat in Market yeah, Harbour, yeah. so feel free to skip. Feel free to skip. Or yeah. if you're coming to Harbour. <laughs> yeah. Right, so, this yes. is uh, La Trappe. Uh, double. Trap is double. Uh, coming in at 7%. Eee, nice big one to fit. Uh, classic dark brown Trappistale with an ivory coloured head. <laughs> Interesting. I'm not heard to describe it. Sounds like head. that TV show you were describing. <laughs> 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 a full malty and caramel sweet taste with the subtle sweet influence of dates, honey and dried fruits extracted from the yeast. Like Serving temperature is 8 to 12%. Uh, what's that? 8 to 12 degrees. So, I don't know. Yeah. Well, to be fair, they've all been around. Uh, from okay. what I've seen... Got a bar from what I've From what I've seen on... Um, yeah, the, looking at all the other ones on, on the websites, it's been around anywhere between 6 to 12, I think. Yeah, 6 to 12 degrees. But, Again, you're falling off your bike there. <laughs> yeah, I'm nice, come off the bike. Yeah. Nice dark hue. Very nice indeed. Yeah, pretty much Yeah, similar. It's a bit more of a. It is ivory coloured, isn't it? Yeah. Ooh, the head. It, yeah, it is actually. Yeah, we, we were sort of dismissive of yeah. The head, so head it is a kind of off white, isn't it? It is a sort of yeah. creamy. One time we want you to put head on it. <laughs> hmm. Well then, cheers to the cheers. Cheers. 
final one. This is kind of a more common Trappist one that we see about. Isn't yeah, it? it's, yeah. It's one that you, yeah. That's oh, right. Huge, huge aroma right off the bat. It's just there's that banana. That's, that's, that's really the sort of banana. banana. Yeah, 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 it's sort of funky, yeah. funky banana. Isn't I think it? I think it is more the Trappist, isn't it? This uh, has that bananary characteristic oh, to it. Smells nice. Than yeah, a, than a banana, Belgian. Yeah. yeah, I believe it must be. Yeah, it is then. Um, and yeah, just that big taste of it as well on the palate. Just... It's not too similar to the same but bananas, is it? Not massively. Again, I'm yeah. getting that that banana, the sweet kind of sugar caramel. Yeah. Um, I bet there's probably a bit of vanilla there. running through that, I imagine, but um, could be wrong. Yeah, caramel, sweet taste, dates, honey, dried fruit. Probably get, yeah, probably get a bit a bit of date. I get <clears throat> I get honey honey sweetness. Oh. Um, I get honey sweetness. The the first the first taste for me is is almost metallic. Mm. And I can't quite place it. Um, it isn't it isn't metallic, but it's it's in that kind of. I know what you're Yeah, it's I in that kind of sort of irony realm. Um, but yeah, that I mean that 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 goes pretty quickly, and then. You are into that sort of honey, sweet, subtle fruit, mm. um, and not particularly bitter on the finish either. No, it's, no, um, yeah, surprisingly, it um, sort of just maintains that, surprisingly maintains sweet. that sweetness, yeah, um, and just rides it out. So it's um, does it live up to the ABV? I don't think it's too far off. I think there's quite yeah, a big, I'm definitely getting my the aftertaste for yeah, me yeah. is that just kind of the aftertaste for me is like a boozy date. I think that's where the, I think that's where I get the date. Yeah, is yeah. is the tail end. That's sort of it's, it's almost like kind of macerated fruit, um, sort of you know alcohol soaked fruits in a in a big pudding or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's that's where I get the date. So yeah, it feels like the biggest of the four. It's one that sticks around for a little while after. It really well. does, yeah. yeah. But it's great. It's it's a it's a Moorish aftertaste it's, yeah. uh, it's a kind of booziness that's sort of inviting you back in it is actually yeah yeah rather than sort of recoiling you back it yeah it's like burn or no that, nothing no. like that no. no it's really subtle fab while we're, while we're enjoying that um, you uh, you sent us something just before the podcast um, about uh, Brew, Brew London yeah I did um, and yeah it just, it's just sort of got me curious about because with the world opening back up a little bit more now, I think. Um, so I mean, tomorrow is. Tomorrow is officially we've beaten COVID. We did it. We did it, guys. <laughs> we well done. Got through it. Start the parade. Um, mm. But with it, yeah, with the world opening up a little bit more, um, feels like these beer, yeah these beer festivals are are coming back. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's, there is Brew right. London. You mentioned Ashley. Yeah. Um, Peak has been promoted. Uh, yeah. You get tickets for that, which is tempting. I, I've been um, really, I've, my eyes really been caught by Nottingham Craft Beer Week, um, and again, because for us that's like it's pretty accessible, isn't it? Yeah, it's literally. But the the breweries that they've got on for for this look absolutely fabulous as well. So I'll, I'll just kind of run through some of the some of the breweries that have that are going to be at Nottingham uh, Beer Week. So um, you're looking at Cloudwater, Polly's, Wildcard. Siren, Wylam, North, Castle Rock, Brew York, Turning Point, uh, 
Black Iris, Liquid Light, Totally Brewed, so some quite local Nottingham ones there. Mm. Um, then you're looking at Atom are going to be there, um, Atom Beers. Emperor Brewery, who had, who did the huge yeah. Imperial Stouts mm. in Leicestershire. Um, Magpie Brewery, who are fantastic in Nottingham as well. It, it's just got such a such a fabulous lineup. That's great. That sounds there. really good. Yeah. yeah. If you're in the East Midlands or want a trip to East Midlands, uh, and when is that? Sorry. Uh, so um, kind of the the week is the 11th to the 18th of June, but the two big days are the 17th and 18th. Um, Neon Raptor as well are kind of the host area of it. So okay. that sort of area of Nottingham that around. Neon Raptor is where it's all uh, taking place. Nice. Um, and yeah, Neon Raptor obviously are fabulous as well. So that's what I I think if we ever did like some of the, I guess the really big festivals like Indie Man again, it's those little like offshoot events mm-hmm. that I yeah. quite like to like explore. So like yeah, if Neon Raptor maybe like got like a offshoot event to. In the week, where there's other pubs that kind of host. Yeah, that, I mean, not not even quite be a week itself is fantastic because all, all the pubs around there get involved. And there's such a great selection. Of so pubs. is there? Sorry, is there? So Neon Raps are hosting the whole thing. Well, I think throughout the week it's in various different places, okay. and then the 17th and 18th is in the little market area where Neon Raptor is. Okay. Um, so it's quite an open open market. But I say open, open slash slightly closed off market area, but. Um, and yeah, Neon Raptors in the heart of that, so they'll obviously be serving serving their usual stuff from there. But then sure. they'll have all the big stalls, um, quite quite similar to Indie Man, um, yeah. just outside mainly. Um, but yeah, it, it looks terrific. But you said, yeah, looking at Brew London as well. That looked that looked like really good. It looked great. That. Yeah, yeah. So that's the that's the sixth and seventh of May. Yeah, <clears throat> but that's got. It's got another, you know, list of names that, that you know, people will, will know more of them than we do. But, you know, there's, there's people like 71 Brewing on there, um, Magic Rocker there, 4Pure, Full Circle. Um, you know, so there's there's some really big, Mad Squirrel, which is the, the Mango Any IPA that I mentioned earlier yeah. on. That's that's one of theirs. So, you know. Um, so some Yonder on there as well. Meantime, meantime. as well. Yeah, so, you so know. Meantime or they sort of come about a bit more, haven't they? Because yeah. sort of, I know yeah. you. Obviously, you're a big fan of the um, <laughs> pale ales, actually. Yeah. yeah. And then obviously they kind of, yeah, they get bought out and stuff and all that. Any but time, I, I, I haven't seen it as much in like served in restaurants or even I haven't really seen it in supermarkets. Oh, it's Pizza much. Express the other night in Is it there yeah. now? Yeah. Nice. Ooh. Um, um, so just to round off that list, Tiny Rebel are there, uh, Vocation are there, and Yonder, yeah. like you mentioned. So you know some some, some really quite, really fairly big, big breweries. So, yeah, because really really Green King are on there as well. Right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But so I, I mean I I'm particularly looking forward to Nottingham purely because I work in Nottingham and yeah. so I will be there anyway. Exactly. So lunch beers. Will be in order. I am looking to go. What a week! I am looking to go to the Friday of the. Uh, so for those two particular days, I think it's fifteen pound a day mm-hmm. um, for for tickets. I, I think. Um, so I am looking to see if I can nail myself a Friday ticket. Um, head down there after work. Drop down from Derby. Um, yeah. Because I, yeah, I feel like I, every year I see it, and every year I think, God, I wish I could go. To I will it. see you there. Yeah. Maybe don't drive down. Maybe get the train. 
I've got mates who live in Nottingham. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll crash there. I've got friends. Amazing, isn't it? Social mess. Oh, well, yeah. Cool, yeah. really. Well, you know, invite me to more places and then... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> That's that point. That point, well made. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, as I say, I, I, you think back to... I mean, Indie Man was the big big one for us, isn't it, like, in terms of thinking back on beer festivals. Yeah. And, yeah. Right. Looking back on it now, the token system that they had in place, a lot of people weren't big fans of it. There, there were a few people who weren't, who weren't particularly... Because it was a new thing that they were trying, wasn't it, I, I believe? Christ, I can't remember. Yeah, they, they, they did... I think there was the arm around, you know, lots of stuff around all-in tickets and, yeah. and token and what the pros and cons were to I mean, that. I quite like the token process, but then I didn't know anything different to it. So. No, that's the thing. I think if we, yeah, if we then go and do an all-in somewhere else... Because yeah. I know, think we all that? had nine beers in the end, of we? Or did you have ten? Uh, yeah, because I don't think I don't think I went for a, a, two, two. a two or a three. Yeah, I didn't go for a three. I definitely went for a two because I had the one from other half. Yeah. On there. Mm. But uh, I think well, it's I it's it's, it's tricky, isn't it? I mean, you know, you can weigh it up, and it's the same as like it's the same as like if it if it has to be cash rather than card, you've got something tangible that says. This is how many beers I'm going to get. Yeah, yeah. And I think if you're just if you're just spraying your card around and you sort of lose track, I'd have been broke if that was the case. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you, either, you either spend more money than you you think, but it also, you know, we sat down for quite. I think we got our first beer. We sort of knew immediately that you wanted that one, I wanted that one, yeah. Tom wanted that one. So we kind of got those. But then there was like this whole 10, 15 minute conversation around, okay, well, I really want to go there, and you really want to go there, and I'm desperate to get one from there, and, oh, they've got this three-token beer on, I'm going to save up, and I'm going to get that one. Yeah. And I just don't think you'd do that if it was a case of they've got this £6.50 third of a pint, so I'm going to go and get one of those, yeah. or they've got this £3 pint on session, so I'm going to go and get that. I think you... There was a bit of fun in that, wasn't it, I think, in terms of the, the token set. I think, I think yeah, I think for something it, like a, you know, a three-token... Again, it kind of like this this exclusivity thing. Three-token, it feels like sort of big dog high roller, doesn't it? You yeah, sort of, you yeah. Know, get, myself, yeah. get myself a three-token whiskey stout thing that you got. Oh, fucking Jesus Woo! Christ. Absolutely vile. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah. So but there is something about that kind of just laying down three tokens. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think as well I'm it fine. made it I think you you made your choices like you considered them you say right, you know, rather than Ooh. you know, and again there's pros and cons, so if you've got an all in ticket, you can just go around trying as much as you can in the time you've got. Yeah. And you don't need to worry about <clears throat> That's a three. That's a two. Am I going to be able to try this and stuff? Um, but then again, is it like I don't know if it'll in it all in? Like, is there more of a churn of turnover of beers because the pours are maybe more regular? Yeah. Whereas if it, if something's three tokens, obviously the pours are maybe a bit less, yeah. as in less regular, so it's less likely to kind of sell out. Um, and. Yeah, so maybe like you just can with the tokens, you sort of obviously you can buy more tokens. So you can go, you can go and have uh, as much as you like. But obviously for us, we were kind of set on this is what we've got, and 
um, you know, I think it made us consider actually what yeah. what beers do we want and just be a bit more. It was the right amount, I think, as well. I think it was the right amount of tokens. Yes. I think so. In hindsight, it, it, well, I think, it, you know, if it, had been, it bit, yeah. if it had been one more token, we probably still would be sat here saying it was the right amount of tokens. Mm. If it was <laughs> one less, yeah. we'd probably be saying it was the right amount of tokens. Yeah. So I think, it, it, you know, there's, there's a sweet spot in there. By the time I got but, my Persona Island with my last token, I was a bit... You're sort of chewing on it. Oh, yeah, was, and that's it. Yeah, you, you know, we, we were, I think all of us were kind of chewing on the last one. But yeah. it's... Um, I think I think you're absolutely right. It forces you to think, you know, what are of all the things here? What are the ones that I'm never going to get somewhere else? What are the ones that are super limited edition? They only exist now. Yeah. So you kind of gravitate towards those things. Typically, those are the ones that are two or three or whatever. But yeah. um, and then I get something from other half and then end up going there. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> But um, but no, it, it was great, and that was my first, and so far only sort of big proper beer festival Same. experience. Same for me. So, yeah. um, so I'm definitely keen to do something again. It feels like an absolute lifetime ago because clearly it's Any, just not anything, possible to do anything. Anything pre-COVID is just a it's crazy, whole other lifetime. Ago, yeah. So yeah. you know, so I think it's it, it's going to be it's going to be amazing. I, I'm still reasonably cautious. You know, depending on how big, big, you know, how how um, well attended things like Nottingham Craft Beer Week and Brew London are, I'd still be really cautious about yeah. being around that many people lubricated with alcohol. <laughs> um, so, you know, I'm not saying, great, yes, tomorrow is, we've beaten COVID day, let's jump <laughs> yeah. in with both feet. Yeah. Um, I still think there is some reticence there, but, you know, there are green shoots here of of positivity. There are there are possibilities of things opening up again. Yeah. And if there's an opportunity for us to go to a, a, a Nottingham Craft Beer Week or another Indie Man or whatever, then I think we've got to start taking it because actually if the last two years have told us anything, it's that you can't take this kind of things for granted. Exactly. Suddenly they might be gone. Yeah. Yeah. Just a bit of a downer, but... <laughs> Wow, <laughs> I think it's I think it's somewhat inspirational actually. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate that. I didn't know where I was going with it. Then I sort of cycled around. That was my Belgian waffling. Right at the end, there, yeah, there yeah. it is. Belgian waffling on on your little trike there. On my little bicycle. Trike. Where's the, where's the third? Well, I suppose there's only actually got one wheel. Isn't <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you little little penny farthing. Penny yeah. <laughs> unicycle. Oh, so Sorry, yeah. Penny Farthing's got two wheels. Apologies. Yeah, My apologies, bike fans. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking of the one fuck off wheel. That's <laughs> <laughs> just one big fuck off unicycle. <laughs> 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 maybe um, that's what Jeremy Vine was on. That's maybe. Maybe, maybe that's where he's going wrong. He lost the back wheel. Yeah. <laughs> so, on reflection of our uh, Belgian beers tonight, um, do you think you'll seek them out more? Do you think it's, again, do you think now it's less scary? What they've done for me is just really enhance wanting to go to Belgium now. Mm. Like, it's, it's just... Yeah, me too. It's just, yeah, brought back that feeling of, God, I need to get get over there um, and, and try this out. Because, you know, I go to... So when we went down to... Um, yeah, when we went to Bath, actually, we went to... There was a Belgian place... Specifically, Belgian um, pub, uh, pub that I can't remember what it was called now, but 
Um, that that was brilliant. I went to a specifically Belgian place when I went to Prague as well um, in 2019, and I always enjoy them. So to you know to be able to go to Belgium and to try these places, out, mm. you know, at the source. And about some lovely little places as well. Yeah. Just imagine like this sort of, you know, yes, you've got your delirium bars, but then, you know, some lo- just lovely little, like... Beer house-esque places. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, it's more than that. Just, yeah. You know, probably serving like some excellent beers. Like, that's what I sort of picture as well as our... Like, really putting their heart into it. And, yeah, yeah, you can just tell <laughs> it's made with love and, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what I need, yeah. That that so the, these beers have just sort of solidified that for me. Yeah, I think it's um, it's to be honest, it's left me a little bit confused because <laughs> I, I think I, I think I was I was very much coming in with the notion that they would all be of a type and that they would all be comparable to an extent and that therefore. I would be able to either categorically say, yes, I'm fully on board, or no, that's not for me. Where it's left me, unfortunately, is that this requires a lot more digging. This requires <laughs> a lot more work, um, because actually these are four drastically different experiences. And therefore, I think it quite rightly demonstrates that Belgian, as an umbrella term, is covering a huge amount of ground. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, and therefore, you, you do need to... Um, explore. You do need to explore it. You need to jump yeah. in. You know, you need to almost treat... It feels like you almost need to treat Belgian as you would pale ale. You know, it's yeah. not a case of once you've had one, you've had them all. It's a case of there are styles and variants and twists and... Um, and, and innovations. So I think it's... It's sort of opened my eyes. There's been nothing here at all that I've disliked. Mm. So um, I think if I was ranking, I'd probably be on our uh, Bourgogne um, as, as that blend. I think that's my favourite. Uh, I think that's my favourite. I think that the, the the Bernardus and the Trappist are sort of joint second with the, um, the left just sort of slightly behind in fourth, but but they're all in a camp of I'd happily have another one when I get home. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the same. I think I think it might make me pick up more left. So if I see it in a yeah, like a, a, a pub restaurant, I might actually just just as a you know if that's a as an option, um, yeah. I've kind of just sort of gone well. I've had that before, whatever. Yeah. I think for me, actually, I I think because I've never had it before. <clears throat> or a style like that, the the Borgon, Borgogne, Borgogne. <laughs> uh, I think that's um, I think that's got to be number one because it is that is like on the journey that is like that's offshoot that's yeah. something new. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I actually really enjoyed that the trap. Yeah. I've, I've actually found that even though I said it's similar to Saint Barnabas in a way. I think I. I there's something about that that just I've, that was super tasty, and it's seven percent like that. I could easily have. I feel like I could have two or three bottles of that now. <laughs> just, um, and yeah, I, I've, I did sit that slower than some of the others. Um, maybe it's because I was talking, but I, I, yeah, 
I really, I really, actually really enjoyed that. Yeah, Simbada's not that far back in the left. So, um, yeah, but I think because it's, yeah, that sort of brown and lambic um, blend, it's the one for me. Yeah, same for me. I thought it was absolutely stunning. Um, like, same with Ashley, I, did, I didn't dislike any of them. Um, I've, I've had a trap and left before, um, so I knew sort of what to expect. But, um, yeah, both still really, really good. And, the, yeah, the St. Bernardus was really, really nice. Um, I was I was a fan of that, but that yeah, yeah that ball golden ears just absolutely blow me out of the water. It was yeah. brilliant. I know I know you said that it was your favourite. Actually, obviously you said it you're going to require more digging, and because we've got mm-hmm. four very different beers here, mm-hmm. which style would you be leaning more towards? Uh, th- would it necessarily be the Lambic? I think it, it probably would be. Yeah. I think it probably would be because that's probably more closely aligned to my natural tendencies yeah. anyway. I was going to say that, yeah. Sour, um, sour end of things. Yeah. So, you know, if we're in that kind of... If we're in that kind of... If we're in that kind of wheelhouse, then I, I think that's probably the natural entry point yeah. for me. Um but actually, you know, Trappist and Abbey, uh, I think what you always know going into those is that they're not done with a pure commercial intent. They're not done to be mass market. They're not done to be huge income generators. They're done because it's traditional. They're done because it's a craft. They're done because it's something that's passed down. Through the through the generations, so yeah. you know, I, I think you can always be reasonably comfortable that going in with with an Abbey Ale or a, or a Trappist, you're going to have something that's been honed and refined over decades, yeah, if not centuries, um, and therefore is going to be a good product. Mm. So, so I think you know it's given me a lot more confidence that that you you can just start to experiment. My natural inclination will still be towards. Lambic and that that more sour end, but yeah. um, but actually, the the much more traditional style is is not something to be feared. It's something to be embraced. Hundred percent. Yeah. And on that bombshell. Waffle. No, I totally agree. Totally agree. Well, I think that about does it for this episode of Men Behaving Badly. Um, as always, I'd like to thank Tom. Thank you all very much, and we'll see you in August. Hey, <laughs> and uh, thank you to the man on the bike, Ashley. Thank you so much. Thank How many kilometres have you done on the bike? Uh, uh, 90. 90, so good pace. Good pace over the last couple of hours. Um, I don't think I'm going to be able to drive home, but it's worth it. I've got my pump on. There you go. Perfect. Well, cheers, boys. Cheers. cheers.